Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, fucking screaming. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? No TV and no beer make Homer something something. Welcome to the House of Horror! <laughs> what is up and welcome to Horror for Dummies. House of Horror. We are the show that comes to you once a week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. In this week's episode, we will be continuing our House of Horror Halloween Spectacular and talking about Disney's side of Halloween. The three films that we are going to be talking about in feature, though, are A Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, and The Haunted Mansion. I'm your host, Tim, and with me is the dummy himself. His name is Dr. Lufenstein. Ah, just a noise today. Oh, no word. No secret word today. No, no secret word. Just That's good. Yeah. But with us, if you are watching on YouTube, we'll get to that in a second, you can see her next to me, a returning co-host. We haven't heard from her since, like, last year sometime. Mm-hmm. She is Mawath Venas. <laughs> And the Disney Queen herself, Jaleesa. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a while. It has been a while. What have you been doing to yourself? Oh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> popping out kids. Shitting out children. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on that note, if you hear a gurgling baby in the background, that's our newborn. And she's a little bitch at times. Um, not going to lie. <laughs> anyway, how are we, guys? How are we? Luffy, how are you? <laughs> Not bad, not bad. How are you guys? That's good. Are you in the Halloween spirit yet? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> don't don't you feel the Halloweenness around you? Aren't you just succumbed by spooky ghost-like stuff? No. No? <laughs> well, I am. I am. And I did something that I... T- I, I, I said I wasn't going to do it this year. I said I wasn't going to do 31 days of Halloween, but... I kind of have, and um, yeah, I'm I'm so tired. <laughs> what is 31 days of Halloween? So, and I'm sorry for the screaming baby. I told you she was a bitch. What screaming uh, baby? I don't know. She's fucking hungry or something. I don't know. Uh, 31 days of Halloween is where you watch one horror movie per day in the entire month of Halloween. Oh. So I said I wasn't going to do it because we have so much prep for this podcast. But then, like, Netflix already has, like, two new films out. And there are reports that they've got, like, six or seven new films out. And that's just Netflix. Then you've got Shudder and Prime and VOD. Like, a big Halloween-y thing. They were. I heard that. I don't know what's happening with it. If it's still coming or... Like a Blumhouse thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's later on in the month. Um, I haven't really checked the news for a while, but... But yeah, there's so much happening right now, um, which is crazy since like cinemas are closed down and all the big releases have gone to next year. Um, mm. It's really cool that we're still getting films. Well, there's rum- like stuff's opening up here, but there's, there's also rumblings of things opening up in America and stuff too. That's true. But still, um, we're not getting... I don't know how advisable it is, but that's what's yeah. happening. 
we're not getting Halloween or Candyman or Conjuring 3 or Quiet Place 2. No Quiet Place 2. Seriously, it should be old. That movie should be old now. Still, we haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. We should be up to like Quiet Place 12. <laughs> I hope not. I hope it doesn't do a Walking <laughs> Dead on us. Do it. Anyway, um, Julissa's had to pop out for one second because the baby is a bitch. And I'm going ah. to keep saying that every time she cries. Stop it, child. So Stop it. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, let's start this show. So we're going to be talking about the Disney side of Halloween. And originally, originally this was going to be entitled, like, Kids Halloween. But I was on Disney Plus last night, and they've got their own Halloween section. I know, I saw. Yeah, and I'm they like... They kept recommending me the next movie I needed to watch. And I'm like, <laughs> So, wait, you did watch another Halloween episode? Uh, Halloween film? No, they recommended all of the movies I actually needed to watch in a row. Oh, sweet. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And when I went on that, like, it had, like, the three films that were reviewing up on, like, the, the wallpaper. And mm. I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to make a fucking graphic for this episode then. Steal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, before we get into it, Luffy, guess what? What? We have another five-star review. Fuck off, we do. We actually do. Why do you? Uh, why are you always so surprised? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this one. This one comes in from <laughs> Jay Kleberg, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but I'm going to go with that. Okay. He says, or she says, I don't know which one you are. Um, so hey, good. Whatever five you want to be, baby. What? So he can be, or she can be, whatever they want to be. That's right, Jay, Jay Kleberg. Mm. Uh, they say, a great podcast for horror lovers and a five-star review. Excellent. Thank you, Jay Kleberg. And now you are in the running to win a cool prize pack from us, yes. which I haven't been advertising as much, and I really should be doing that. But yeah, we are, we are drawing Other that people on. people have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, that's true. We, uh, we have a prize pack, and uh, we are going to draw the winner on Halloween night, uh, depending where you're from, um, yep. it might not be Halloween night where you live, but it, roughly yeah. around that time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, uh, what you need to do is get a five star written review on Apple Podcasts to be in the running. Yes, exciting times, I know. Okay. All right, Luffy, it's about that time when we start the show properly. And do you know what we do to start the show? Um. Bong reps. You, you know, you've been doing this show like this whole year now, and you still yeah. don't know what's happening. <laughs> Too many bong rips. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the question of the week. Oh, yeah, that bit. Yep. <laughs> question of the week. Question of the week from like two weeks ago, because we didn't post the, the episode last week. Yeah. Uh, and the question of the week was, question of the fortnight, I should say, what is the worst way to die, in your opinion? So the first one we have, and I'm sorry if I butcher your name, uh, Lamasa. Oh shit! I'm horrible at fucking names. Ashta, Lamashta Black. I think I, I think I got that. Lamashta Black. Lamashta Black. Right. It actually doesn't seem that bad now that I. Yeah. It. <laughs> like, I'm just. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. I'm you dyslexic. Just get, like mad anxiety when this. <laughs> And who knows? Maybe maybe that's a fun way of like people hoping that I fuck up the name so they can laugh at me. Yeah, maybe I would. <laughs> of course you would. Anyway, Lamat 
Oh, fuck, Lamashta. <laughs> anyway, she, she or I don't know if it's a she or a he. They said doesn't matter. <laughs> being buried alive, the psychological torture alone makes it horrible. That is scary. Like, imagine if you were like, what are you? What are you doing? The one inch punch. <laughs> Bad boy. Is it, um, yeah. is it Kill Bill 2? Yeah, I think so. I don't... I can't remember. Anyway. Oh. You know what uh, I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heather Powell from the Friday Night Mates podcast, she says, listening to Scott Crawford talk about horror movies. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> Once again, so much sexual tension. Uh, Zim Vader, he comes in and says, Judas Cradle. Do you know what the Judas Cradle is? No, but I'm fucking googling away <clears throat> now. Um, now he said this, and I had no idea what it was, and I searched it up, and I remember like thinking, "Holy fuck, that is honestly the worst way to die." And now I can't really remember what it was, but I had something to do. You, you look like you're reading it right now. So, do you want to say? <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. I know. The Judas Cradle was a pyramid-shaped seat set up high where the victim would be seated on the pinnacle while tied. The pinnacle's top. The pyramid point would penetrate the victim's anus or vagina and the sheer weight and movement of the person would slowly help it penetrate more. The torturer would sometimes add weight to the victim's legs, rock them, or add oil to the pyramid to increase the pain and quicken the death. The torture could last hours or days. That's fucked. That is literally the worst way to die. I knew he'd have a good one. <laughs> that is... Oh, my God. Zim Vader just won. So every other comment is null and void. <laughs> but we'll say them anyway. Alan Chacha, he says freezing. Which is a good one. Samantha Day says blood eagle. Which, I mean, is pretty bad, but it's no fucking Judas Cradle. Yeah, Judas Cradle's fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Heather Power comes in again and just says and just tags Scott Crawford hashtag following once again get a room Uh, Jonathan our last one is Jonathan Dyer he says getting the bends while deep diving with a set of headphones welded to your suit playing this thing now let me just let me just get up the thing the, the song that he wants okay That goes for 10 minutes. We're not going to listen to the whole thing? No, fucking way. I liked it. <laughs> you can go listen to it in your own time. I'm going to listen to it on my phone here. <laughs> Out loud. Anyway, so that's that's from everyone. Thank you so much to everyone who commented. I uh, really appreciate that. Now it's on Thanks to questions. guys and uh, gals. And Heather. Um, <laughs> now it's on. Before we um, move on, some strange sorcery has happened on Facebook, and I've just realized there's like three or four answers that I didn't see before. So the first one coming in for the next que- next answer is Greg Balatos. He says, feet first into a wood chipper. The fuck, yeah. Greg? The fuck? <laughs> Do you know, okay, here's a fucking crazy story, and this is absolutely true. I work in a hire company, right? And we have wood chippers. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to. Um, but they have wood chippers 
And there was a guy who hired one of our wood chippers up in Queensland where when where we're close to. Anyway. Um and he was putting stuff into this wood chipper and he's I, I forgive I can't remember if the story there's been a few stories, but this is like the big one. He one of the logs got caught in the wood chipper, so he decided to try and push it into there and his shirt got caught and basically dragged him into the wood chipper. No. And he died. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, these like I I I I service them and fix them and yeah, when you see them like going I um I often think to myself I'm like, man, imagine doing that. Mm. Like just going through that. That would be fucking horrible. Cuz your arm would get pulled in and then you'd be like slowly just realizing my brain's about to be chopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Anyway, uh, next one we have is... Oh, Scott Crawford. He says... (laughs) Okay. He says, The worst way to die is with a tit in my mouth and my dick in my hand. Oh, wait. I thought you said best way to die. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Then without a tit in my mouth and just my dick in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to grab the Scott's dick. Just saying. You would. Uh, and the last one is Jalitha Davis. That's me. She says, drown or burnt alive? Well, you can only choose one. Which one is it? I chose two. No, you can't. You can only choose one. Hey, Drowning Scott Crawford did fire. two. No, he didn't. Yeah, he, he did. No, he didn't. He, he got mistaken. He did best and worst. No. Yeah, but anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. And Stephanie Wise comes in um, underneath Jalisa's and says, Jalisa Davis, I agree with drowning. Worst part is the better a swimmer you are, the longer it carries on. That's morbid. <laughs> I <Yeah>. like it. <laughs> um, okay, so that is finally it for uh, the question of the week. So on to the next segment. Now it's on to question of the week for next week. And the question of the week is, mm-hmm. what is your favorite family Halloween film? And I mean, there's there's the obvious choices, and we're going to be talking about them. Yes. But I'm going to talk about some other ones that we're not really reviewing, but that are on uh, Disney Plus. So okay. get us your answers on the Facebook page, and we'll read them out next week because we're cool like that. So cool, yeah. Um. Anyway, onto the next section, which is Disney. Uh, Halloween films? I was going to call them horror, but I mean, some of them have horror elements in them, but yeah, they're family films. So... They're, they're, they're horror, f- lightly horror-flavored family movies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is a movie called Frankenweenie. Have you seen mm. this one? Um, I'm pretty sure I have, but so this- I, I don't remember, you know. <laughs> Am I childish for giggling every time I hear that title? Yes. <laughs> Frank and Weenie. Okay, so... <laughs> the story is, when a boy's beloved dog passes away suddenly, he attempts to bring the animal back to life through a powerful science uh, experiment. So it's basically the story of Frankenstein, but with a dog. Yeah. Um, it's actually... I mean, I'm not really a, a, a dog person, but I can see people who are dog people really getting attached to this movie and, and, and maybe crying, doing some cries. Yes. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's a good little film. Uh, and we're going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with a little conspiracy theory I have. Ooh. Yeah. All right, the next one we're going to talk about is a movie that me and Joel tried to watch and we couldn't get into it at all. It's called Halloween Town from okay. 1998. Uh, the story is, after learning she is a witch, a girl helps save a town full of other supernatural creatures. And, I mean, that plot actually sounds up my alley. But we watched the movie, like we watched, how, how long did we watch for? About 20 minutes? No, a bit more. Okay, 25 minutes. And yeah, we had to turn it off. We, it just wasn't... I think it was maybe too family-orientated. Um, but what about Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, and Halloween Town High, and Return to Halloween Town? Yeah. You I mean, those? hey, I liked zombies, Disney's zombies, so maybe I'll like... Maybe I should give you it another sure go. did. I did, and you should like it too. Nah, good. Take your silly propaganda away. <laughs> All right. <Accurate. laughs> the next one that we're going to talk about that I know you have seen, and if you haven't, like, seriously, do you even like movies, is a film okay. called... <laughs> a film called Monsters, Inc. Yeah, I've fucking seen Monsters, Inc. Okay, good, good. From 2000... Do you, can you believe that movie's from 2001? Can you believe how old we are? Yeah, like... Like, my children watch, like toys like jay my son is an absolute love of toy story yeah. that movie came out in 1995 yeah man that's like oh, it's, and it still holds up that's the crazy thing yeah like the animation is still good so anyway we're not talking about toy story <laughs> um monsters inc the story is in order to power the city monsters have to scare children so that they scream however the children are toxic to the monsters, and after a child gets through, two monsters realize things may not be what they think. Ooh. Things may not be what they seem. Maybe is a better way to put it. Stupid IMDb. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> have you seen uh, Monsters University? Yes. Which one did you like better? Ink, for sure. Which one? Monsters Inc. Really? Did you like yeah. Monsters University? It was fine, but it was no Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. just seemed like a more succinct kind of encapsulated thing. So you reckon University was a cash grab? Yeah, a little bit. I I, I really enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was... I think it's one of the better Pixar sequels out there. It was still fine. It, it just wasn't as magical as the first one. Hey, quick question. Yes, Completely sir. off topic of horror movies. What's your favorite Pixar movie? Oh, what is my favorite? Take your time. Mm. Why? I love why them you all so much so dearly? Um, I think Incredibles. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like one of the ones I dislike. <laughs> um, you like cars or some shit? No, I actually don't like cars either. Yeah, like cars um, either. And it's not like I don't, I don't, I dislike them. It's more that I just don't care for them. Like you know me with super super um, hero films, I just don't care. Yeah, but. I can't really answer that. It probably would be like Monsters Inc. But I tell you, the the Pixar movie that affects me the most is Up. Oh yeah, just like the first fucking fifteen minutes. Yeah, if you don't cry in those first fifteen minutes, are you even human? Mm-mm, no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next one. 
<laughs> I don't know where we came in for that. The next one is a movie that's similar to one movie that we're reviewing. It's called Corpse Bride. Yeah. You seen Corpse yeah. Bride? Yeah, I remember watching it and it just not hitting like I wanted it to hit. Yeah, okay. Because it's very similar animation to A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. The Nightmare, sorry. Um, I don't know if it's directed by the same guy or not, but um, yeah, I I have seen this. I know I have seen it. I don't remember anything from it, though. That's Yeah, that's the thing. Whereas, like, I could just... I could write down what happens in Nightmare. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that, well, I, only, I can only do that because my kids watch these three movies religiously my kids and Jaleesa yeah good (laughs) (laughs) Um, but Corpse Bride the story is when a shy groom practices his wedding vows in the advent uh, present of a deceased young woman she rises from the grave assuming he has married her which is like any guy's worst nightmare yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I mean maybe this is a horror film for guys yeah (laughs) Um, alright the next one I'm going to talk about is a film from 1985 and this is in no way shape or form a horror film but I have heard so many people say it's one of the scariest films ever and that film is called Return to Oz you seen it? Return to Oz yes so it's got a very young Feruza Bulk starring in it Uh, Feruza Bulk being... Uh, Vicky Valancourt from The Waterboy. She was in The Craft. She was in American History X oh. as the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. crazy motherfucker who's kind of hot in a weird way. The the chick with the, the, the hella blue eyes that was just in fucking everything in the 90s. Yes. Well, did she have blue eyes? Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to her eyes. Nah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and then she, like, she died. And then... Like, she didn't really die, but she just... Disappeared her career from dropped off. I was like, she died? I'm yeah. like looking at her IMDb page. I'm like, no, she didn't. She's in the new craft movie. What well, picture of her is anyway? A picture of her? Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the new craft movie? Nag. It looks interesting. Uh, but the th- I mean, it's meant to be a sequel, but it just, it's rehashing everything that the first one did. So it's kind yeah. of, what are you doing? Um, but no, the, the story of Return to Oz is Dorothy... Saved from a psychiatric experiment by a mysterious girl, is somehow called back to Oz when a vain witch and the gnome king destroy everything that makes the magical land beautiful. And I have seen this back when I was a kid, and I don't really remember much of it. But I remember one thing that a lot of people talk about that scared them. It's like these people, and they're like in a downward dog position, and they've got wheels attached to their hands and feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're fucking horrifying. I don't know. I'm trying to look for a picture of them or something. <clears throat> I mean, it, it, they have a name and I cannot remember it. Just just go to Return return to Oz Scary Wheeled Guys. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, the first Wizard of Oz was scary as well. It had scary moments in it. Would you count uh, Labyrinth as scary? For... Oh, uh, yeah. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Those tight pants with David Bowie's dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. They look like contortionists or something. It's so weird. Do they have a name? Because I know they have a name, but I can't remember. Wheelers. Oh, is that it? <laughs> I thought it was something cooler. It's not like the Skexuses of um, Dark Crystal. 
No. Did you like The Dark Crystal? Didn't watch it. I only watched Labyrinth like a couple months ago. What? First time. Yeah. Dude, you remind me of the babe. Who that? Oh my fuck, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? (laughs) In the city? (laughs) He's a country pig. Why is he in the city? (laughs) You meant to say, (laughs) when I say you remind me of the babe, you're meant to say, what babe? What Don't babe? worry, it's over now. You ruined the joke. Did I ruin it? Yes, you ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. It's the song. Dance Magic. Anyway. Oh, complete. yeah. I don't, I fucking, <laughs> I've only seen it once, man. I'm sorry for getting cranky at you. I feel guilty now. That's okay. <laughs> All right, the last one I'm going to talk about. I haven't actually seen this, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And maybe you've seen it, but I don't know. It's from 1986, and it's a movie called Mr. Boogity. <laughs> And there's a sequel. I think it's called Bride of Boogity. Um, yeah, clearly a ripoff of Frankenstein. Anyway, the story of Mr. Boogity is another Mr. Boogity Two Electric Boogity. <laughs> I I I, I kind of want to watch this now. But the story is a novelty salesman moves his family into a new house, continually um, dim- dismissing incidents as more of as more of their father's practical jokes. The family soon learns that the house is haunted by people who lived in the house 300 years previously. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like one of the movies we're talking about now. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> but, I don't know. I, I, I've heard a lot of horror podcasters and horror fans mention this movie. Okay. So maybe I have to give it a go. I don't know. I ain't never even heard of it. Yeah. I mean, it's a good kid watch I guess maybe mm. but my kids are grown up now and they fucking want Friday the 13th or something grown up fuck off <laughs> they, like in their in their horror minds they don't want to watch baby stuff they want to see like Jason fucking shit up yeah that's fair it's annoying <laughs> I want to watch Bride of Boogity okay you can do that it's on Disney Plus oh sweet <laughs> alright well that is all I've got uh, saved up for now so why don't we just jump into the feature presentations for this episode let's do it let's do it feature presentation and now for our feature presentation Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This is What is this? Haven't you heard of peace on Earth and goodwill toward men? <laughs> Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas. 
And what did Santa bring you, honey? We are back and we're talking about the first of three Disney-themed Halloween films. And we're going to kick it off with one of the bigger ones. Because there's really, out of the three films, there's two big ones and there's one lesser-known one. You don't really hear many people talking about uh, The Haunted Mansion compared to the other two. But we're going to start it off with The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, this one, this one only has a runtime of one hour and 16 minutes, which... Kind of blew me away when I really focused and watched it this time. Um, but anyway, the story is Jack Skellington, king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but his attempts to bring Christmas to his home cause confusion. Uh, okay, this one comes in an 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb. Fucking high for IMDb. That's, that's massive. <laughs> and I'm not even going to compare it to Jaws because apparently I do that too much. Uh, so. <laughs> Who stars in this movie, you ask? I'll tell you, Luffy. We have Danny Elfman, who Who stars in this movie? I'm fucking telling you. too slow. Shush. Uh, Danny Elfman, who does the singing voice for Jack Skellington. Only Mm. the singing voice. Then we have Chris Sarandon, who does the talking voice for Jack Skellington. Only the talking parts. They sound pretty similar. That's surprising. Yes, they do. Uh, Chris Sarandon is Jerry Dandridge from uh, Fright Night. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, he's also in Child's Play too. But no one cares about that. Uh, Danny Elfman obviously did the score for this movie and many, many other movies. Wow, uh, so good. He is good. Uh, we have Catherine or Catherine? Fuck me. It's my mum's name. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara as Sally who most people would know her as the mum from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Amongst... Um, other, oh, Beetlejuice she was in. She's in Beetlejuice. She's in a she's, lot of shit. Shit's Creek. In, yeah, lots love of that stuff. Show. Fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, William Hickey as Evil Scientist. Um, Glenn Shaddix as Mayor. <laughs> yeah, he's like Beetlejuice and stuff too. Like lots of Burton movies. Uh, I thought he looked familiar. Yes, he is Beetlejuice. Uh, then we have Ken Page as Oogie Boogie. Yes. And the last one I'm going to mention is Luffy's favorite actor in the whole wide world, Paul Rubens. <laughs> he did good in this. He sounded great. As Locke, who most people know him as... Fuck, dude. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. I almost forgot. <laughs> 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 terrible. I love it that you hate him so much. I only hated it in Flight of the Navigator because it was really good and then he just went full on Pee-wee and I was like, it didn't need to be Pee-wee. Do you, can I tell you a secret? Go on. You know that Pee-wee's Big Holiday on Netflix? Yeah. I kind of don't mind that movie. It's <laughs> and maybe for the fact that I know that you hate it, maybe that's why I like it. It's so bad. I didn't like yeah. that one because it was bad. I like uh, Pee-wee's first one, the Burton one. Because that's actually good. The Burton one? Like Tim Burton? Yes. What? Yeah. Tim Burton directed a Pee Wee movie. I believe so. <laughs> really? I'm fairly sure. I'm searching this shit up. I, I call bullshit. Alright, call bullshit. Okay, I won't call bullshit because you're probably right. Still. Julia, do you like Pee Wee? No. No, I Why? don't. He annoys the shit out of me. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's his voice and his face and I don't know. It's everything. Pee-wee was, like, back in, like, the 80s and stuff, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Pee-wee Herman Show, 1980. 
So who directed Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Tim? I'm guessing you're right. Well, there you go. Tim Burton. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth Daly's in it. Oh, I have to check this shit out. Mm-hmm. She is some sexy lady. It's not bad because you know what you're getting. Like, it's Pee-wee. And it's yeah. like, it's probably the best Pee-wee movie. But if he's not in a good movie, he just grates. <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough anyway. about Pee-wee Herman. Let's talk <laughs> about A Nightmare Before Christmas. People probably got the shits and turned us off already. They're like, no, they're not fucking talking about Jack Skellington. I'm turning it off. <laughs> anyway, A Nightmare Before Christmas from 1993. Okay, so I'm going to guess. And I know for a fact that Julie's has seen this before. Um, I'm going to guess that you have also seen this movie before. I might have flicked over to it a couple times here and there. I uh, I have seen this movie before. Julissa has gone absolutely fucking nuts with <laughs> everything Jack Skellington. We have Jack Skellington everything in this house right now. We have a massive framed poster of this movie. As soon as you walk into our home, you know what it's like. Uh, and Big W now uh, is selling heaps of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So Julissa has just like, spent all her money on shit I mean <laughs> look at this for example this wonderful cup oh that's cool she has like 12 of them <laughs> we need can I say 12. you can never get enough jack come on yeah I can never get enough jack too <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay so the reason Jaleesa's on this show is not because I felt sorry for her it's because <laughs> she fucking loves this movie. And not just this movie. Spoiler alert. She loves all three movies that we're doing tonight. So, Julissa, really? guess first. Why do you love this movie? Actually, oh. first question first. Is this your favorite movie? Like, is this your Jaws? Of all time, you mean? Yeah. I don't think it is my favorite movie of all time. Well, why are you on the show then? <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I thought you felt sorry for me. That's why I'm here. No, I said I don't feel sorry for you. It's because it's your favorite movie. Now I look like a liar. All right, continue. I love it. It's definitely up there as one of my highest. But I love this movie because it's so creepy. The thought, the look of Halloween Town and I don't know, the singing, the songs go well. I usually hate musicals, but I actually love this one. Mm. Um, it's creepy. No, I just love it. It's a great fucking movie. Um, okay. Luffy. Yes. I you said you've seen it, but do yeah. you like it? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, elaborate. Um, oh, man. I I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. So many times. I had it on VHS. Pretty sure I wore the tape out. Um had it on I think I've had it on everything at some point. Mm. I just don't have physical media anymore. I almost bought it on YouTube. But I was huh. like, it's, it's it's on Disney Plus. I'm like, why would you buy it on YouTube when it's on Disney Plus? Because I wanted it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like I was a little fucking 15, 16 year old goth kid. This is what you did. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm uh, I'm just gonna quickly jump over my thoughts. Um, I like this movie. I think it's great. Um, we'll get more into that in a second. But you mm. brought up emo goth kid and this yeah, is one of the questions I want to like, ask it's like the poser aesthetic <laughs> yeah why why has Jack Skellington become such a pop icon especially for the goth community why do you think right colours <laughs> <laughs> okay any other reasons 
I think it's just that whole spooky, creepy, but also kind of cartoony and adorable uh, ness. So just lots of little gothy girls kind of just gravitated towards it. Yeah. Okay. You know Makes I mean? sense. I um I actually looked at this movie watching it uh, last night, um or the other night in a deeper way, um and I've kind of come to the conclusion as to why I think this movie kind of radiates with the goth community. That for one, like the film is so dark, um in a lot of of scenes, like it's very dark if you really pay attention to it. I'm not just obvi- for the obvious facts that these tonally it's very dark. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> yes, but um. It also tackles a lot of topics that kids wouldn't really get of, but adults would. For example, depression. There is a lot of depression uh, topic debate that you can talk about in this film. Jack goes through. Jack goes through it. Sally goes through it, um, and it's kind of a story about overcoming depression or trying to get through depression and then realizing who you are at the end. Yeah, feeling like feeling the monotony. Of everything, not feeling like uh, you really like belong and trying to do something different, you know, which is, I think, something that lots of little goth kids can get behind. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, true, true. Were you a little goth kid? I went through a gothy stage, yeah. You should re- you should do it, because nothing's hotter than goth chicks. <laughs> Dye your hair black. Um, <laughs> so... I gotta, I gotta be true with myself, man. Uh, I gotta be real. Live this, your truth, girl. So, <laughs> I, I, this took me a very, very, very long time to completely watch this movie. Um, I remember I, I had a it's um, not very long. Uh, thanks. I had a friend <laughs> who used to love this movie uh, very much, and um, she would always play it all the time. And I remember like. I'd always be intrigued and interested with it, but I'd always fall asleep. Guaranteed. It wasn't until years later that I actually was awake enough to actually finish watching the movie and and finding out what happened at the end. For some reason, it always just put me to sleep. And that's got nothing to do with the movie. That was just my state of mind at the time. Um, Sleepy. I was always angry when I woke up and it was off. I was like, the (laughs) fuck? I missed it again. Um, But finally watching it, Watching it last night, um, sorry, the night before, and really paying attention to it, I found there was more things that worked for me that originally didn't. And the biggest one for that is the songs in it. Love you obviously have the classics such as This Is Halloween and Kidnap the Santa Claus, but there were a lot of other songs, for example, Sally's song, that mm-hmm. I, they were hit and miss for me. I'm like, I don't really care about this song. It's just, it's just, it's just there to continue the movie moving but as i sat there the other night and watched it i really paid attention to the to the lyrics in these songs and 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 the melodies i guess and i've had sally's song stuck in my head all day have you yeah i can't get it out of my head for some reason it's just i don't know it's strange like it's not like a it's definitely not a feel-good song um but it's somewhat catchy I don't know. I, I can't explain it. But yeah, I, I think I've come around on the songs a lot more. And to say that they're crafted well is kind of an understatement. Yeah, it's fucking Elfman, man. Like he- I know it's Elfman. And he's like, what is what else has Elfman done? Like every Tim Burton film? 
every Tim Burton <clears throat> sound. Oh fuck, man! I don't even. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I'd have to look it um, up. He, he, um, oh man, he's done like every score for like the big movies that, like Alice in Wonderland and shit like that. Charlie Chocolate Factory, Corpse Mine, Men in Black. A lot of the Simpsons stuff. Uh, did he? Yeah. Really? He's got 677 credits from the Simpsons. 600? Wow. Really? That's a lot. Jesus Christ. Okay. Because <laughs> he wrote uh, the theme song. I did Doolittle from this year. <laughs> what? Sorry, what was that? He wrote the theme song. For Simpsons? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Shit. Okay, there we go. So he's done a lot. Um, yeah, Frank and Weenie, as we said before, Dark Shadows, which I think he did the yeah. the Batman uh, theme as well. He did the Wolfman, like the remake. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He did Goosebumps as well, didn't he? Uh, yep. Yeah. I think Tales from the Crypt, the TV series, was him. No. Yep. That was before his time, surely. Uh, Sleepy Hollow 1996 or 1989 to 1996 wow okay shit okay fuck he has done a lot more Dilbert yeah I remember the Dilbert theme that was great yeah lots of stuff Beetlejuice Uh, the Spider-Man theme I think he did as well Jesus so he's done a lot (laughs) yeah bro yeah yeah okay let's ask the obvious dumb questions like Julissa yes I said, go on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you stupid questions about the movie that that everyone probably asks themselves. Who is your favorite character in A Nightmare Before Christmas? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I love Jack Skellington and probably Oogie Boogie. Why? I don't know. He's good fun. He's okay. evil and, and cool looking. Okay. He's made of bugs. Like, come on. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Luffy? Same. What, <laughs> Jack and Oogie? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. You guys were meant to choose someone else. I was meant to choose Oogie Boogie. He's my favorite. <laughs> no, you copies us. I didn't copies you. You yeah, copied you me. No, we said it first. Copies. Okay. <laughs> Is there a character in this movie that you don't care about? Not really, because they're all... No, nah, they're all pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I- I'm thinking of that too, and they kind of all have their place in this movie. Even even the lesser-known characters, like the clown with the tearaway face. Like, oh, yeah. And that dude that goes, Bonnie. <laughs> he just makes it. Who is, a, who is an axe murderer? <laughs> the axe head dude. He's an axe murderer. That's what <laughs> he then, is. I like the little, uh, I like the little vampires axe. with the umbrellas, so they don't... <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah i like how there is basically every form of monster in this i mean you it takes from the classic universal monsters i mean sally is somewhat of a frankensteinian creature yep. you've got the dracula types obviously with the vampires you've got the wolfman and you've even got the creature from the black lagoon in there but then you've you got sure the wheelchair do. man who's pretty much dr frankenstein yeah bring his ship back from life exactly from dead so I like how they tackle a lot of these different things. Yeah. Another three I have to say I absolutely love is Lock, Shock, Lock, Shock and Barrel. Yeah. Isn't it Lock, Stock and Barrel? Lock, nah, Shock and Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> Those worry. Those kids are amazing. Yes. And what are, are they just trick-or-treaters? Is that all they are? Yeah. Yep. So they're yep. humans, but they're trick-or-treaters. Mm. I guess they're dead trick-or-treaters? Yes. Um... <laughs> I um I went on to 
I, I, I was curious about this because I've heard a lot of conspiracy theories about A Nightmare Before Christmas. I heard one and I thought that was kind of interesting. And then I kind of went down a rabbit hole of like conspiracy theories with this movie. Bloody. And I picked three. So one you probably heard of and the other two are kind of just interesting to me. So the first one I had is mm. Tim Burton's stop motion pictures, Frankenweenie, The Corpse Bride and The Nightmare Before Christmas is all one giant movie. Starting off with Frankenweenie, a young boy who loves his dog. This dog gets hit by a car and he brings the dog back. Next in The Corpse Bride, when Victor accidentally marries a walking corpse bride, he sees his old dog in the underworld. Then The Nightmare Before Christmas has the dead version of Victor and his best friend is a dog. Oh, okay. There's actually a picture that's really cool. Go on Google and search up like Tim Burton's... I don't know what you what you want to search up, but it's really cool. It's got the three pictures together, and it makes sense when you look at the pictures. Anyway, the next one I've got uh, is actually pretty interesting. The movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas, hints at all the ways the characters perished. For example, Sally was a witch who had her limbs pulled apart. There's also the fact that she makes potions and stuff like that. So in the in the real world, I guess you can say she was a witch. Uh, the trick-or-treaters, lock, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, um, were all frozen. That's why they have white skin and blue lips. Uh. And Zero was electrocuted, as he resembles a puff of smoke and his nose lights up. <laughs> so, I mean, take these with a grain of salt, but I thought these were kind of interesting. Okay. The last one that I got is Oogie Boogie uh, is a serial killer. Now, while the rest of Halloween Town is spooky, he's the only one who is actually evil. Oogie Boogie may have been cast to the outskirts of town in his underground lair because he ate the children of the town, which would explain why there are so few. The theorist continues that Oogie's minions, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, Lock, Shock, and Barrel, sorry, it's the worst fucking name for them three. Lock, Shock, and Barrel serve him because he ate their parents and their service ensures that they won't be next on the menu. That's what they sing in their song too. They stay on his good side. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hmm. once again, take it with a grain of salt, but I thought that was pretty cool. And that kind of, why do Oogie Boogie and Jack hate each other? You know, maybe that's why. <clears throat> But, I don't know, I just thought these were all cool. Hmm. Alright, winding down on the Nightmare Before Christmas talk, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, do you know there's a Batman reference in it? Is there really, in this movie? Yeah. Yep. Okay, explain it. The duck. The Okay. <laughs> the, the toy they make, the duck. Yeah. How? The duck is a reference to the penguin's big giant duck oh, in Batman Returns. I get that, I can see it now, hmm. yep. I don't get it because I don't care about Batman. Have you seen the Penguin one? Years ago. I can't remember it. <clears throat> I know Danny DeVito plays it good. He has like a, a big boat duck thing, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. it's just like a big um, big yellow duck thing he rides on at the end of the movie. Okay. Or towards the end of the movie. I never picked up on that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, winding down now, let's give a score out of 10 for <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas. Jill, do you want to go first? Yep. 10 out of 10 for me. Wow, you're going all the way. Yep. Okay. Have no flaws with this movie at all. Nothing at all. Yep. Okay. Luffy? 10. Again, a 10. Any reason oh, as to why movie. or just leaving it at that? No, it's just a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, look, for me, I'm, I'm coming a little bit lower. It's a <laughs> 9 for me. 
And there's no real reason as to why, like, there's no real flaws I have. It's just not as hooking as a, as a 10 out of 10 movie should be for me personally. That's just me. Um, I like, I think the only flaw I can really give it, and it's not a flaw, it's just more of a personal nitpick, is the animation. Um, I'm not really that big of a fan of animation. For example, like the director, um, I can't remember his name, David Schultz, I think it is. He directed um, Coraline and James and the Giant Peach. And they all got the same... Oh, sorry, not... What am I saying? Henry Henry Selick. Selick, yeah. Did I say him? Or did I say someone else? You said someone Schultz or something? Schultz. I don't know what the fuck I got his name. Um, <laughs> Henry, Henry, Henry Selick. Um, yeah, so he directed those two movies. And I remember seeing James and the Giant, Giant Peach when I was a kid with my family. And I wasn't a big fan of it and mainly I also love that movie mm-hmm. oh really so do I <laughs> maybe, maybe I need to rewatch. I don't know it's just the animation was too strange for me I guess like, is it because it looks sort of clayish yeah ma- I don't know maybe and it's nothing wrong with it like it's really really good animation I can that. say that <laughs> but I don't know it's just a personal nitpick from myself uh, it just doesn't hit it as much as I would like to in saying that this movie is very well done the story is really good um, it, it tackles once I said said before it tackles some um, some very tough topics that mm. uh, like this is one of the rare movies that a kid can watch and enjoy and an adult can watch and, and see it in a very different light mm-hmm. so I, I think that that's a credit to itself um, but no this is a good movie it's a well made movie um, but I'm just coming in with a little bit lower and nothing's wrong with a 9 out of 10 no 9 out of 10 is like, a good movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. Before we jump, we should have asked this question first, and this is the most yeah. important question and the biggest debate of all. Uh, and we'll go with Jaleesa first. Is this a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I'm going to say more Halloween. Why? Give, just, you have to give me a reason. I just find it a lot more Halloweeny than Christmas. Christmas is in there a little bit. I guess you could watch it both times, but yep. it's definitely more Halloween. Alright, Louie, what about you? Yeah, Halloween. Halloween? Like, yeah, it tries to deviate from from Halloween, but it ends up just being still a Halloween movie at the end of the day. Yeah, and he realises that he's the Pumpkin King, and what has he done? That's at the true. end, so... Um, I've heard a lot of people on both sides of the argument. One of the biggest arguments is that Christmas is in the title of the movie. Um... I, I'm going to go with the fact that this is a Halloween film because the nightmare comes before Christmas. So it's a nightmare. It's a Halloween film first and a, a Christmas movie second. Um, also the fact that this is a very dark film, in, in not just in imagery but in tone. Um, and most of it's shot in Halloween Town. You very rarely see Christmas Town. So um, another, another point, you know what? I'm going to be crazy here and say that I wouldn't mind a sequel. I kind of want to explore the other towns in this movie. I want to see what St. Patrick's Day town is like. I want to see Leprechauns. I want to see... I honestly... Yeah, I want to see Thanksgiving town because that would be a boring as fuck town. Full of turkeys running around. Full of fat people. <laughs> I can just imagine. Um, Christmas town would be... Uh, sorry. Um, Easter town would be another one. I just... I, I'm curious. I, I think they could do sequels, but they'd obviously flop because you know, it's not as good as the original. Yeah, exactly. That's probably yeah. why they're scared to do it. Probably. Also, they take fucking forever to make. Mm. Yeah, true. But I mean, like, 1993, you've had, like, what, 27 years? 
Come on, guys. Yeah. But they'll do another shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Luffy, do you have a song choice for this movie or not? I do. Okay. I don't know. I just don't know which one to pick. Is it one from the movie? Uh, sort of. It's it's off the covers album. Oh, okay, cool. All right. It's off right. Um, Nightmare Revisited, which came out in 2008. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. Um, well, there's a couple choices. So do, I, can, I can narrow it down. You want to pick one? I'll let, I'm going to let Julissa pick it. Okay. Me? So Luffy's going to narrow it down to a couple songs and you're going to pick which one. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. There's This Is Halloween by Marilyn Manson. Okay. Yep. Uh, What's This by Flyleaf. Uh, Kidnap the Sandy Claws by Corn. Or there's Amy Lee doing the doing Sally song. Uh, I'm going to say Corn with um Kidnap Ooh. the Sandy Claws. You chose the yeah. one that's the least Halloweeny. Good work. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> no, have you heard it? I, I yeah, I fucking love that song. Not many people yeah, would have heard that sick. one compared to the others. So. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, cool. So kick back with Kidnap the Sandy Claws by Corn, and we'll be back with The Haunted Mansion after this. Get his kicks. Stand up the sunny clouds, they will win one day. Knock a man like they 
you are cordially invited to the historic Gracie Manor, where there's room for the whole family. Master Gracie wishes to discuss his affairs over dinner. This house has a bit of history to it. And this history haunts these walls. I don't think it's a good idea to put that information in the listing. People love bathrooms. We should play up the whole toilet angle. I think that'd be best. <laughs> From Walt Disney Pictures. What happened here, Mr. Gracie? Do you believe in ghosts? No clue from the past. She looks like Mom. That's interesting. No message from the future. I am Madame Leota, seer of all. Oh, that's great. What is that? Can prepare you for an adventure. Find the key that must be found. That was easy. From the beyond. Get ready. Hold on. With what? For the ride. Ah! Of your afterlife. You'll kill us all! Some of us are already dead! <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Dark spirits from the grave come forth. Don't you make no dark spirits come out while I'm sitting there. Wait till I leave before dark spirits come out. The Haunted Mansion. We are back. Hope you enjoyed that fucking Christmas song. Good work, Jaleesa. You're welcome. We're, <laughs> we're talking about The Haunted Mansion from 2003. This one comes in at a 5.0 out of 10 on IMDb. So a much larger drop than compared to the previous film mm -hmm. we're talking about. Wonder why. Oh, we're going to get a fight. Okay, so before we get into this fight, the story is a realtor and his wife and children and other children are summoned to the mansion, which they soon discover is haunted. And while they attempt to escape, he learns an important lesson about the family he has neglected. Does he? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't really learn a lesson about his family. He just learned to like screw work off. Exactly, that's the lesson. But, but it's nothing about his got, family. He got, family he got comes he, first. He got what he wanted. He got the house. That, he didn't yeah, even have to sell true. the house. He didn't even get a percentage of the house. He got the whole house. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So in the end, it ended up being the right decision financially if that's what he was worried about. I mean, he has a point. <laughs> and that's Sorry. one of my dislikes <laughs> of this movie. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> All right, so this stars Eddie Murphy as Jim Evers from Evers of Evers Real Estate. <laughs> Marsha Tom Thomason as Sarah Evers from Evers and Evers Real Estate. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly... Oh, as Madame Leota. Terrence Stamp, who, spoiler alert, is the best part of this movie, as Ramsley. He does not dance at the party, Ramsley. What the fuck are you about? Oh, don't worry. Uh, Nathaniel Parker as Master Gracie. 
Wallace, Wallace, Wallace Shawn as Ezra, who's the second best part of this movie. Um, Dina Spivey Waters as Emma. Just Emma. Uh, it's got a lot of people in it. I'm not going to go through every single person. It's got his kids that have done nothing since. This is directed by Rob Minkoff, who is the director of The <laughs> Lion King. Oh, Lion King. The original. Really? And Yes. Huh. And has done other things, but I can't be bothered going into it. That's why I was stalling. Anyway, okay, so the haunted mansion. I'm going to come in first because you two are going to fight. Um, so my first time watching this, we, for, back when Jaleesa was the co-host of the show, we did a thing in Halloween time. I think it was like two years ago. Yeah, because last I think year, so. last year we did Texas Chainsaw, and the year before that we did. Our top 100 Halloween films of all time. And it was there that we watched, I watched The Haunted Mansion for the first time ever. And I went into the movie thinking, it's going to be another fucking Eddie Murphy family comedy shit that's boring and not funny. And I came out of it going, actually wasn't (laughs) so bad. Maybe it was the fact that this movie is aimed at me because of its its um, visuals and its its scare factor and stuff like that. But I didn't I didn't hate this movie. I thought I actually rather enjoyed it. So all in all okay, let's be honest, the film's not perfect. But <laughs> it's an enjoyable family field filled with some great effects, I think. For example, the zombie scene, those zombies are fucking walking dead caliber. They are mm-hmm. unreal. I that's easily the best part of the movie. Besides those other two actors. Um, some of some moments of this movie made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. I, I got a snicker out of a few of the things. Um, Were you hungry? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I just found this... It was entertaining enough. I mean, I'll admit that the film is flawed by some acting and dated effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look past it, it's kind of quite enjoyable. That's just my opinion. All right. Look past all the shit things. It's actually okay. Okay, here we go. Who wants to go first, Jill? I know what side you're going for. And Luffy, I obviously know what side you're going for. <laughs> Who wants to take it? <laughs> Round one. Jaleesa, you can go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay. I actually really enjoy this film. I think it's a good story. I quite enjoy it. Um, as Tim said, I do agree some of the effects are dated, like the CGI. Uh, the acting of the mum could have been a bit stronger. Um, other than that, <laughs> the um, the set designs and the look and feel of this movie is awesome. I have a lot of fun with it. I think it's good fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Did I mean, they- it's basically what you said. It's a not funny family Eddie Murphy movie. I mean, some parts were comical. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely didn't laugh at anything Eddie Murphy did, and that made me sad. Um, however, uh, what's his face? Wallace Shawn? Yeah. He's fucking great and everything. I just hear him talk and do anything. It's just no, fantastic. he is the butler dude. Oh, Ezra? Yes. Um, yeah, is that, was that his name in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was great, and, and, the, and the chick was great. Like the the both of them, yep, they were good. Uh, Jennifer Tilly is just amazing in anything. 
That okay, um, that that that's a problem I have with this movie because you only see Jennifer Tilly's face, which is you a crime. Just wanted, you just wanted to see her tits. Everyone get, wants to see her tits. You get over you it. Move along. Three globes. She's sixty like, years old and she has some massive tits. <laughs> that's what you want. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, I wanted it to be more fun, and I kind of like. He didn't really change much. Like, there were bits where he didn't give up, but he was never really a person who seemed like he gave up much. Like, he was always encouraging yeah. his kid not to not to give up and not to be scared and stuff. So the kid had a little bit of an arc, but no one else really did. It wasn't like he was trying to repair his relationship with his family because they seemed tight from the start, like him and his kids. Mm. Yeah. His wife fight a little bit, but even then it's not that much of a fight. And then I just didn't, I didn't see much growth from anyone in the movie. And I just, I kind of wanted it to be more fun and it just wasn't that fun for me. But did you need growth? Like if, if, he, if he came out with a better attitude and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to quit my job right now. And that's what he sounds like because I'm doing my best Eddie Murphy impression. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Is that what's happening? Yes, but if, um, if that's what he turned around and said, would you have enjoyed this movie better or would you have thought it was better? I don't know. It just was It was lacking for me. I just didn't I didn't find it uh, very fun. And it was the first one I watched and I was like, fuck, are all Disney movies like this? Am I just jaded now? <laughs> yeah. but I'm not, is it because it was too dark fantastic. for you or what? But yeah, it was, it was, it was dark, which was fine but it just didn't have that levity to it that was that's usually there in disney movies it looks fantastic it's it's a great looking movie um but i just didn't give a fuck about anybody in this movie <laughs> not even the butler ramsley oh he, he does not fine. laugh he at the just, party he was, he was just a bad guy right like he was the bad dude yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. but here's the thing did you go into that movie expecting him to be the bad bad dude Kind of. Really? I, I, as I said before, I've seen this before and I completely forgot he was the bad dude. This movie fooled me twice. I, I, I felt like when he was like, oh, when he just invited her and he didn't want like the, the family and stuff and all that kind of thing. Like, um, I was like, why'd he do that? It was just weird. And then because he was doing it for the master. Yeah, but like I don't know, I did. I felt like someone betrayed. We didn't know that yet because we didn't know what she looked like. They hid her face in the beginning. His love. Yeah, yeah. I felt like somebody. I felt like somebody killed her from the start because I was like, this doesn't make sense that she'd just kill herself. Oh, okay. Yeah, you knew that from the start. Hmm. And you okay? This besides the fact that Ramsley is the bad guy. This movie yes. is quite predict- quite predictable. Yeah. That this dude um, is a ghost, wants his quote unquote love back, um, and that she was going, it was all going to turn out to be a happy ever after. Also, Eddie Murphy's a massive cuck in this movie. Um, But it's his wife. Yeah, that makes out with the dude. Yeah, but it's his, how is he the cuck? Because that's what a cuck is. I, sorry, are you saying... What are you saying? He's saying cuck. Yeah. Oh, I think you meant like a cock lock. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. What, what like a cuck? cuckold. Am I not... Explain what cuck is for the lady. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, a cuckold is someone who wants other people to fuck his wife. I'm a cuck. Do you want to come fuck my wife? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, on, on, the, on that note, um, Eddie Murphy is also a liar. With what? Okay, so Eddie Murphy said back um, in the 80s in his special called Delirious that black yes. people would never be featured in a haunted house film since they would just leave once anything supernatural happened. Go back and watch Delirious. He says that. <laughs> he does try and leave. Yeah, yeah. after he says a few supernatural things and he doesn't yeah, believe okay. it. He's like, ghosts, come on, man. <laughs> Or however he talks. But then when he first sees the ghosts and when he says about the chicken, he wants to leave. Mm. But then his kids call him back upstairs to say, Mom's in trouble. Yeah, still, he didn't leave, did he? He also couldn't. It could have been like punched up comedy wise too. I feel like he's funnier than than this was. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't think the movie needed it. It it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it's not aimed at us. It's aimed at kids. So, I mean... I, I still feel like as a kid I would have found it boring. Really? Because when watching it, I got a lot of, of Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> and obviously, same voice. But it was, it was it was what he was saying that made me laugh and think that's Donkey from Shrek. Where, where like... Um, oh, um, Jennifer Tilly's character was like, <laughs> I'm going to make the dead rise. And Eddie Murphy goes, don't you be making no dead rise. <laughs> Don't you go bringing no dark spirits out? That's right, the dark spirits. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's fine. It's not a bad movie. It's just nah. meh for me. That's all. Would you agree that this is the the weak link among the three films we're reviewing? Oh hell's yeah! Would, how about you? Because you love yeah. this movie. I'd say it's the weakest out of the three. Yeah, and you're not just saying that because I love the look and feel of this movie, but it's yeah drops the ball. Uh, compared to the other two, yeah, hmm. I yeah I agree too. I still think this is a fun movie. It's one of the. B- I think, man, if you got kids and shit, whack it on, they'll be happy. It's not the worst thing to look at. Yeah, you know, while you while you're trying to do other shit, I can totally <laughs> see it for that. But like, as a, I gotta what sit this and like sit down and watch this and concentrate. Movie, it, I was just like. Yeah. I wanted to do. I spent a lot of time on my phone. I wasn't. I wasn't very engaged with this movie. <laughs> I get you, but once again, yeah, it's not aimed at like thirty-three-year-old Doctor Lufenstein. Yeah. So <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, before we wrap up, I mean, neither Hocus Pocus, really. <laughs> True, but yeah. Um, before we wrap it up, I will just have to say the obvious fact that this movie is based upon the ride, the Disney ride that opened up in nineteen sixty-nine. That place where no one's allowed to go? What? It's surely Disneyland's not open, is it? Oh, COVID. I, I thought you were going to be a cool story, like 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 Dreamworld story. Nah, just the same old sucks. million dead from the disease story. Oh, that's, I thought you were going to say someone died in there, like the Dreamworld ride that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the Action Park documentary. That was fun. Did anyone die? Yeah, lots of people. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was telling Julissa yesterday that Pirates of the Caribbean was the reason that this movie was made, and she didn't believe me, and I had to explain myself like three times until it's, she finally understood. True. That's because Tim didn't explain it very well. I can see that. <laughs> I, I did, but she just didn't. No, you didn't. 
Anyway, all right. So last last thoughts and a score out of ten. Luffy, you can go first this time. Sure, I was hovering around a couple of scores, but I ended up landing on a five. Okay, so it's middle of the road. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's there's a lot good about it, but there's just a lot that just didn't gel with me. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jalisa. Overall, I really enjoy this film. I think it's good fun. Um, So I'm going to come in with a score with eight out of ten. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah. This is a movie that you put on, like, you you put a movie on every time we go to sleep, and this is one of your big five movies that you repeatedly put on. No, it's not. <laughs> Nothing compared to others what I put on. You and have, you... in my defense, when I go to bed, I don't watch something new because then I won't go to sleep. <laughs> if I watch something, I put on uh, what I've watched so many times, I can fall asleep. And then watch yeah, another movie. On, like, Friends or Frasier or shit like that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. All right, uh, my final thoughts is, as I said before, I find this movie enjoyable. It is flawed. Uh, the acting in this, especially by the, the Eddie Murphy's wife, is so dull and so boring. We really didn't get to really talk too much about the characters or the acting in this movie. She but She doesn't really get much of a character to play with. No. Not really, but she but- could at least phone in a better performance. That's just yeah, me. Especially when the old dude calls up and she's like, oh, you got our flyer. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, oh, wow, I'm if, interested in your performance now. If I had a real estate agent like that, I'd be like, all right, don't worry, I'm not selling you my house. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. Um, in saying that, like, the, the zombie scene in this movie is fucking phenomenal. I love that. It's honestly scary. Genuinely like, good. <laughs> yeah, it was like, the zombies look fucking unreal. I just couldn't, I can't get over it. Um, but yeah, overall, for me, this movie is a 7 out of 10. Once again, it's not perfect, but I had fun with it. So there we are. We had an eight, a seven, and a five. I found a review on Letterboxd that summed it up for me. Yeah, go for it. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was my review for Fantasy five Island from this year. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a fucking movie, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with our final Disney Halloween film, Hocus Pocus, after this. The bones and then the back. Here to decouple Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts. Witches! Yes? Thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh, we shall be back! 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve. And they're back. Uh-oh. We are home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? We're talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. And running amok. Looking for the one thing they miss most. You stay for supper. I'm not hungry. Oh, but we are. Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again! You have no powers here, you fool! Before all Salem falls under their spell. Walt Disney Pictures presents Bette Midler. Hello! 
Sarah Jessica Parker. Without dance with me. And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. <laughs>
Okay, well, we kind of didn't care, but okay. Thank you for that information. <laughs> okay, so, Hocus Pocus. <coughs> Thoughts and review. Julissa, you love this movie. Do you love it as much as Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm asking the tough question straight up. I think I like this one a teeny bit more. Really? <gasps> mm. Oh, 11 shit. out of 10. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll get into reasons why, but Luffy, I want to know where you stand. Are you a fan of Hocus Pocus or not? Yeah, man, I used to watch the fuck out of this movie. Well, when, like, yesterday or? Uh, when I was a kid. Well, I watched the fuck out of it yesterday. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah when, I was a, when I was a kid, we had this, like, this is one of my, like, uh, movies I stole from the rentals and just kept upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, okay, so for me, I, I'm also in the camp of liking this film. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's, uh, it, it's it's not my favourite of the three movies that we reviewed, uh, but it's not far uh, behind number one. Um, this one's just good time. I, um, so it's second. <laughs> maybe we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this one, this one's just good fun. Um, it does have some flaws in it that I'll talk to in, in, in about a second. Um, but it, it's a, it's a good movie. I enjoy it. So Jaleesa, why do you like this movie so much? This is like the, um, known Halloween movie to go to. This is like the one that everyone chooses. What about Halloween? The movie Halloween. Yeah. The horror movie. Isn't that like the, the go-to Halloween movie? Well, I guess, but that's like horror. This one is like kids slash adult. Okay. This is the one that everyone chooses. Sorry, continue. Um, The sets and everything are amazing in this film. Uh, The colours, everything. I love the three sisters, Winifred, um, Sarah and Mary. Um, Amazing. I don't think they could have done, like, used any other actors to portray this. Um... You know, I actually think that Leonardo DiCaprio went for the role of Omri Katz. Are you just looking at my notes, you bitch? No, I can't see them. The microphone's in the way. Is that what you've got? Yes. <laughs> Leonardo couldn't have touched this over Omri. Well, I disagree, actually. I think Leonardo would have done a better job. I don't reckon. Well, okay, the reason why Leonardo DiCaprio didn't do this is because he was uh, appearing in What's Eaten Gilbert Grape. Which I believe he did get an award or was meant to get an award for that movie. I think he... I don't think he did get an award. He, I think he might have been a runner-up. <clears throat> well, either way, it was, a, it was a nomination. Oh, that's right. I think he was robbed because he plays uh, he plays a handicapped person and he does it absolutely perfectly. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a better actor than Omri Katz. I mean... Look I can't at, see him in that role. Look at the... Yeah, because you've grown up with Omri Katz playing this role. Look at what Omri Katz is doing now. He's cutting hair in LA. So? He, he was in this yes, role. He's no longer acting. He did amazing. Yeah, okay. He did, he did fine. He's not the worst part of this movie. We'll get to that in a second. But I think Leonardo would have done a better job acting-wise. I, I disagree. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree then. How about yep. that? Yep. Um, I mean, you cannot, you cannot fathom the acting ability of Critters for Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't actually remember that. Movie. That's a that's a joke, people. You meant to laugh. Anyway, don't worry. <laughs> yes, ah. Leonardo DiCaprio is in Critters Four. 
His first that's role. The, first ever role. That's the apartment ah. building one, right? Mm, like is yes, 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 it is. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, okay, so yeah, you like the set designs. You're just stealing all my points again. Anyway, continue. Don't be hating because I'm going <laughs> first, and, and I know this movie. Okay. Um, no, it's a it's a great movie. Um, acting's great. The effects are great. Uh, still holds up, and I can watch it probably like every day, not get sick of it. Yeah, I mean it does have rewatchability uh, to, towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it that. Yeah. Luffy, what about you? What draws you to this movie? Um, what's her name? <laughs> Horseface, Vanessa Shaw, mostly. Oh, because she's she's got great yabos. Yep, and uh, and then also just I think she's pretty Sarah ordinary. Jessica Parker in a corset. Wait, two seconds. What? Yeah, I said it. You heard me. You think that what's her name, Luffy? Back me up, Vanessa, Vanessa Shaw. Shaw. Vanessa Shaw. You think she's plain? She's in the Hills of Eyes remake, and she gets her tits sucked on for a reason. Isn't that just like distract? <laughs> it doesn't the, matter the that that mutant that saw baby? those tits and was like, "I'm sucking on those yabos." <laughs> is is her boob and the face in the same shot? Yes. Okay, then it's her. She's hot. Eh. She's hot. Eh. Give yep. or take. And if I was Max Dennison, I'd be giving her my number as well, and then getting rejected just like he did. I'd be giving Max oh. Dennison my number. Really? Yeah. Just a. Yes. Sorry. I was going to say just a little thing. Did you notice the Hellraiser skateboard newsroom? I did. There's also a. Um, now there is a Michael Myers something in this and I can't remember. It was a kid wearing a mask, wasn't it? Um. Trick or treating. Yeah, it must when be. When they're going up to Satan's house. Yeah, I think so. She scares them away. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's a pin, the pinhead and Michael Myers both appear in this movie. Um, sorry, Luffy, I'm cutting you off, man. Can continue? That's okay, man. No, no, it was just, I just wanted to remember it and say it before I forgot Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, anything more to add? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just watched the Shadowless movie. I just thought it was heaps of fun. Like, I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, like, when I was watching, like, a lot of Sabrina and shit, too. <laughs> so it was all, like, interconnected. The cat in this movie, I have to say, is much better than Sabrina. <laughs> it's the same cat. <laughs> Is it? It's actually the same cat. Really? Well, they made this one look and work better. (laughs) It's the the same animatronic cat as they use, yeah. In in Hocus Pocus, they use a lot of real cat, that's why. Yeah, Mm. but even when it does move and stuff, it looks a lot better than Sabrina. Yeah, there was a bigger budget for this movie compared to Sabrina. (laughs) Hmm. I think think you can shoot it better with a movie budget. Yeah. Whereas, like, on TV, it's just on the fucking set and be going like... (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was fun, and it, like had fucking funny jokes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was the 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 even though it this movie's fucking super dark too. Yeah. Um, but it's got the the levity from from the jokes and the funny moments, and the characters are better. And that's kind of what I was looking for in Haunted Mansion more. Mm. I get you. I get you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, fucking god, I, I don't, I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie. It was a lot. It was just one of those movies that I seven. just throw on all the time. What did you say? Seven. 
Seven, more than seven. Okay, easy, more than seven. All right, I um I watched this movie and took notes uh, with everything that came to mind. So I'm not going to do it any classy way. I'm just going to read the notes that I wrote. So go. Note one is, you know these girls are ugly when Sarah Jessica Parker is the hottest one. <laughs> <laughs> Note two, for a Disney film, it's pretty shocking when they kill that child at the start. The three witches die from being hung. Like, this is a kid's movie we're talking about, and at the start, 10 minutes in, there's four people dead. <laughs> yeah, like, I was watching this Go from, Disney. like, pretty fucking little. Yeah. Uh, next point I had, which you already made, is Pinhead makes an appearance on a skateboard. Hell yeah. Um, yep. Some CGI and effects are dated. Yes. Yet. Yet. This came out at the same year as Alien 3. And if you've seen those effects... They're like chalk and cheese. It's fucking insane. Because Alien 3 effects suck dick. Yeah. Fuck Alien 3. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Next point is some acting, especially from Danny, who's Thora Birch, was a little wooden and very plain. When? Through the whole movie. What do you mean? Some of the acting was very plain and very wooden. Very, eh. I disagree. From the kid? Is that who you mean? Yeah, Thora Birch, Danny, the the sister. Yeah. She was... You yeah. know she's the chick in American Beauty, right? The one that gets the tits out? Yeah. Really? That's... Yeah. I don't want to think of that. She's... That's fucked up, right? She's now in The Walking <laughs> Dead. Is she? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is one of the Whisperers. Oh, uh, are the Whisperers in it now? Sick. All right, anyway. I've been for ages. <laughs> um, and the last, the last point I had is that's the most generic drum solo ever. Oh, it, just doing like a fucking drum beat. It's like the most. It's like the beginner's drum just beat. Like the hi hat. Yeah. He, he must be a beginner. <laughs> True. Oh, <laughs> and the last point I had, and this is where we're going to keep the conversation going because I want to talk about these two characters. Jay and Ice are the best part in this whole fucking movie. I fucking love how fucking. I love the both Vulcan the- skull of fucking hocus pocus. Uh, when they when they're introduced into the movie, it's it's easily the best part of the movie. This is ice, and he turns around. He's got ice shaved in the back of his head. It's it's so fucking cringeworthy, but it's so funny at the same time. Maybe you can learn to breathe through your nose. <laughs> oh, I also didn't realize how fucking horny this movie is. Horny. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Y- y- good point. How they fucking horse about face it. is super toey. Hmm. I think maybe she's like started. Yeah, when I started getting a thing for like crazy chicks and corsets. She's the the ditzy slutty one. Yeah, (laughs) she's great. Then Mary's the suck up and Winnie's the leader. Like, uh, what was like, what did the bus driver say? He's like, they were like, we're looking for children. And he's like, it'll take me a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) We'll all get there. (laughs) Hey, and I'm like, bus driver. Good on him, though. Um, I will have to mention, though, and I'm sorry to do this, Julie, so I know it's going to piss you off, but there are two big plot holes in this movie that kind of lower the score for me. And it just annoys me every time I watch it. And I think I pointed one out to you, and I came across the other one the other day. But What are they? The two big plot holes in this movie, and they're right at the start. How does the vacuum work without plugging it in? What? Say it again. How does the vacuum work without plugging it in? That's the third one, okay? So we've got three big plot holes. All right, so this, okay, right at the start when the Sanderson sisters are about to be hung, they put a curse on the town 
to like come back in like whatever version, lots of candle. Why didn't they just yeah. put a curse on the town right then and there and like freeze time or like cut them loose or something like that? Like I, uh, I know I that I then we wouldn't have a movie, blah blah blah. Yeah, but I don't know if their powers I, work like that. And plus, their hands I, are tied behind their back. I don't think they know all their spells, so it's whatever the not the Necronomicon kind of opens up to. Mm. So when they chuck mm. the book on the floor and it opens up, and then she's like, "Ah!" Oh, so it's so convenient that it just opens up on the right pl- right page. Well, yeah, it, it's a it moves book. to that page so Helpful. she can put the curse on the town. Okay, so the book's now a dick because surely that book is huge and surely it has a she Winfred like she um, puts a curse on the town in in modern times. Mm. So why doesn't she put a curse on the town in ancient times? She didn't well, have a backing band. Well, she did put a curse that she'll come back when a virgin lights yeah, the candle. I mean, a better curse <laughs> that, like, didn't make them die. Maybe she didn't have a better one. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, the next point that I, that I think is better, and, and you, can't, you can't say any different, <laughs> um, is, we'll is the character of Binks, the cat. Yes. Why, why didn't Binks talk to his parents? Like, we, we come to the conclusion that the cat can talk... So why doesn't the cat say anything to his parents? Maybe he didn't realise he talked yet. Maybe. But did he, he try? He just got turned into a cat. Maybe he was uh, too much of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was worried his parents would kill him too. Jalisa didn't get that. I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny, Leif. That was funny. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, that's really the biggest, like, the biggest plot holes I came across. Uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting that I thought of that. I have one little plot hole, but it's yes. nothing to take any any of my score down. In the beginning, when um, they take the Emily, um, it's daylight. The sun is rising in the early morning. And then when they get to the house and everything, it's dark, if you notice. Then Winifred no. hangs her head out the window and says, what a glorious morning. It's dark. And they get hung when mm. it's dark. That's the only thing I've picked up. She also, why would you resurrect someone you know hates you? Yeah, that <laughs> like the, the the it's full of bodies. Also, he'd be decomposed to shit by then. But like, it, it's full of bodies. Why not pick someone who's not going to be like mad at you mm. <laughs> for eternity? That's true. I mean, she. I think she was choosing someone that she knew, and maybe she doesn't have any friends because she's ugly. <laughs> <That's true>. But <laughs> it's the only one she knows. Maybe. Maybe. Also, that's played by Doug Jones, who you know and love, Luffy. Abe Sapien. Tell me what I know. You know who is he? He plays Abe Sapien in Hellboy. He plays the uh, the creature from the Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. Yeah, he was the Pale Man in Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, sick, sick. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, before we wrap it up, I found a comment on um a YouTube video here that kind of like blew my mind. I was like, wow, that's cool. Um, so I'm just going to read it here and see what you guys think. Um, this guy says, I have a theory on the Sanderson sisters. I believe Sarah is part siren, which would explain her beauty and her ability to, her ability to lure in this case, children to her with the sound of her voice, which to those who hear it sounds angelic and soothing, which puts them, puts them in a hypnotic trance like state. I think Mary may be part wolf. Judging from her ability to smell the children and the fact that she is loyal to Winfred, Winifred, whatever her name is, um, despite the manner in which she is treated, similar to how a dog would be loyal to its owner. 
Winifred, however, is just a witch, and I believe that is why she treats her sisters so cruelly. Aside from being the oldest, she is jealous of her sister's gifts. It's true. And I think... Um, she's the most powerfulest one of them, so why would she be jealous? Because she's just a witch, and they're, all, they're witches plus... And I, and I think if, if you look at Sarah's face, she might be part horse, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Sarah Jessica Parker. I think she's yeah, really with, good in this Or your movie. money. Yeah, but you also think Vanessa Shaw's plain. Yeah. So your opinion doesn't count. Same as Kirsten Dunst. How dare you? <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is an angel. <laughs> that scene in Spider-Man is... Oh. Awesome, no. awesome. <laughs> All right, so final thoughts and no, score out of one ten. Episode without you bringing up comic book characters, fuck. Yeah, take that. Uh, final score and fi- final thoughts and score out of ten for Hocus Pocus. Julie, <laughs> smooth. Um, I love this movie. I can watch it not just for Halloween, but any time of the year. Um, That's how movies work. Yeah, <laughs> 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 very good. Um, I love it. Um, the effects are great, especially of Billy. He looks amazing. I'm going to come in with... Oh, I'll go with an 11 if I could. Go I'll 11. go 10. Break the rating scale. Because <laughs> I can't go 11. Okay, wow. So two 10s out of... From you. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Lisa. Two 10s and an 8. Wow, you do like these movies. All right, Luffy, what about you? I give it a very solid 8. An 8? There we go. Mm-hmm. Reasons why? Uh, it's great, man. It, it's just like a mad nostalgia movie for me too, and I, I think it still holds up for a fucking movie that old. You know, mm-hmm. it's decent. Yeah, um, there's really not much to complain about. Agreed. I am also coming in with an eight out of ten. Uh, I think it's a really well-made movie. It's fun and entertaining. The story is easy to follow. Um, there was just those few minor details that just bother me. Uh, the acting is a little plain at times. And there's one too many plot holes um, that kind of ruin the movie for me. All in all, it's entertaining. Uh, it's not perfect, but it, it's good. It's a good movie. I enjoy it. Do we even speak about how Jay and Ernie was like metal and rap and they're like best friends? Because <laughs> it's funny. It's the start of new metal. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, going back to Jay and Ernie, they're... They're easily the most entertaining part of this movie when they're doing the whole... <laughs> um, at, at the trick-or-treat scene where they're stopping everyone from their candy. Ding-ding. <laughs> Ding-ding. So yeah. It's Stop just, and pee the tall. It's everything they do. They're just entertaining characters. And Ernie's so fucking ugly. I mean, Ice, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's just an ugly fuck, and I'm so sorry for that guy. Um, anyway, that is that is it for Hocus Pocus, and that is it for this episode. So cool. we're going to leave off this episode and I've chosen the song um, for this for this film, for this uh, movie, Hocus Pocus. And I've gone with the song Come Little Children, which is Sarah's theme. But this is done off a YouTuber called The Hound and the Fox. And I found this cool. and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, well done. And it's good, enjoyable times. So we're going to leave you with that. But before we do... This concludes the Horror Phenomenon's podcast for this week. We would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us. And we also like to mention, 
Munchen. Munchen. Why do that sound like the Beatles oh, then? Oh, you kind of munchen. That's what you do. I do. Uh, we are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network and can be found there as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Sorry. Podcasts, and now YouTube. We just posted our first ever YouTube video. Um, that was our video from last week on the worst ways to die. So go check it out. Just horror for dummies at YouTube. Um, do it. Uh, if you'd like to help sh- help this show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts, and you will be in the running to win a cool Horror for Dummies prize back, sponsored by Dr. Lufenstein. Show it up. Um, or share our show on social media, which thank you so much to Brian Sitcher and Donna Nelly and Rob Humphrey. You guys have been doing it basically every week, and we really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd, all under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. So please, let us know your thoughts on this show. Let us know your answers to the question of the week, which is, what's your favorite... Actually, so you won't be here next week. What is your favorite family Halloween film? My favorite family Halloween film? Yep. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Hocus Pocus for Jaleesa. So get us your answer. on it. What? I said we should do an episode on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, we're continuing the Halloween fun here. Luffy, this episode uh, is going out to you. You've been excited for this while. We are, yeah, man. We're going to be tackling something different. We're not going to be doing a movie next week. Instead, we're going to be talking about 32. Is that correct? There's a lot. I think there's like <laughs> there's a lot. 32, 32 episodes of the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons Halloween special. But uh, it looks like on Disney Plus <laughs> they've just like made a playlist of them. I know. Thank you so much. This is so annoying just going to each season and watching it. Now I don't have to. I'm like, thanks, Disney. <laughs> I'm like, you've really earned my thousands of dollars over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so uh, we don't really know how the episode's going to go, but we're going to be doing a few top five lists of our favorite episodes, our favorite stories, favorite intros. Uh, so we'll be having a ball of fun with the Treehouse of Horror next week. It's going to be good. Until then, Julissa, thank you so much for joining us again. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Maybe you can come on again when we talk about the Adams Family or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly got tattoos. I do. Morticia. All right. Dr. Lufenstein, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Dip! Come, little children, I'll take thee away into a land of enchantment. Children, the times come to play here in my garden of shadows. Follow, sweet children, I'll show thee the way through all the pain and the sorrows. Weep not. Children, for life is this way
little children, the times come to play.